Welcome to The Board, a podcast series on mechanical keyboards by the mechanical keyboard community. Today, I have a one-on-one interview with Colton from Agoramech. Good uh, afternoon, I guess, Colton. Yeah, it's afternoon for me. I think it's pretty morning for you, but uh, yeah, afternoon. Good morning. How's it going? <laughs> it's it's going well. Uh, you know, Colton and I were just talking before we started this recording. We we both have have young families, so you know, being able to juggle our lives around that is is always a challenge. Um, yeah. So definitely, definitely, I had to have my wife come and take my daughter away to give me some peace and quiet so we could we could do this talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter normally wakes up. Uh, a little bit later in the day during the week when she goes to daycare. But for some reason or other, she was up a lot earlier this morning and, and getting a bit upset. So she's now uh, sitting out you, there. They know when you have plans. They know when you have plans. <laughs> well, she they, got really upset and, and <laughs> wanted me for some reason. And I guess she's sort of cycling between a, a mummy phase and a daddy phase at the moment. So she's settled down now and just sitting out there watching small potatoes, some kids show <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't heard of that one i haven't heard of that my daughter watches a lot of curious george she's watched ah. that seasons on hulu for over and over and i it's like the only thing she'll sit down and just completely watch no 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 problem so do that's you, fine with me i've seen all the episodes myself too now <laughs> <laughs> do you get the wiggles over there um we used to back when i was a little bit younger but my cousins were you know babies they right. used to have that on, but I personally never watched it. Okay, because now I, I, well, well, I don't even know if it's still around. Wiggles, Wiggles are Australian, uh, in in terms of their oh, origin. Yeah, they are. yeah, and a lot of the members have moved on, except for Blue Wiggle. So, but now I'm very familiar with all the Wiggles and and their back catalogue. So we have a few DVDs that uh, <laughs> my daughter will come home sometimes and be like, "I want to watch the Wiggles." So. <laughs> But it's good because oh, yeah. you know it gives you time to be able to do things like keyboards. So like this, <laughs> like like this. <laughs> let's let's get into the crux of things, and uh, I guess um, I'll start off with a little bit of backstory on what's happened and come to date, uh, and we can we can have a chat about that. So many months ago, probably about nine months, maybe as nine far as now. yeah, mm-hmm. as far as nine months ago. Uh, Agoramech was released and there was a couple of posts into Reddit that sort of triggered our attention on the podcast here, which was that Agoramech was offering an alternative sales platform to MechMarket. And the primary focus appeared to be something that had better image hosting, a little bit better search functionality, was able to have some sort of protection for buyers and sellers because it would be forced through uh, PayPal transactions and so on and so forth. Right, right. Now, there was a little bit of controversy and some negativity, which, you know, I'm not saying that we here on the podcast exactly bashed Agoramech, but we were just pointing out community concerns in regards no, to I, the I, fee I've structure. plenty of concerns. I've yeah. plenty and I want to address a few, so. Sure. No, I, I understand um, but, you know, we, we have actually talked about it a few times as things evolved because the original fee structure didn't sit well with the community. And then, you know, Colton here has taken on 
board the advice and concerns and comments from from community members and along with you know agora mech team have revised it and revamped it and then right. relaunched so here we are now we we're nine months into it and i know that you've had a pretty successful launch and you've done competitions and giveaways you've recently joined the social media world with a instagram account as well so yeah yeah give us give us your story there colton on so, on the journey so overall i mean it's been about nine months as we were talking um i have a daughter she's 11 months now so she was born and then shortly after we ended up launching the site so as you can imagine timing wasn't perfect on everything we ended up you know having to kind of put stuff on the side while i took care of the daughter and everything so that kind of put a little bit of a wrench in the whole thing but now that we're back at it um you know, it's it's something my friend and I really, really want to make successful, not for our sake, but for the community's sake. And I was heavy into keyboards. When I found the subreddit, I'll tell you, I jumped feet first. I was I was so in. I was like, I love, you know, I love all this stuff. And since then, of course, having a daughter, having to give up my office to make it a nursery, losing a lot of space in my house. I haven't had a lot of uh I haven't had a lot of time and effort and money really to put back into my hobby. So I kind of fell out of it for a little while. Over the last few months, we got back into uh, like, hey, we put a lot of effort into this initially. Let's let's try and pick it back up. And so we decided like, you know, I've got time now. We can go ahead and do that. So for the last few months, we've been trying to get back into the community and bring it back to the forefront or at least, I don't know, back to the forefront, but to the forefront and, and try and get everybody on board. Um, you were talking about the concerns the community had, and uh, man, the concerns are far and near. I mean, there's there's concerns that I can fix pretty simply, and there's concerns that are much more complex problems in the sense of uh, fees. I mean, you were talking about fees, the community hating fees. I mean, personally, the way I see a fee is for a service. You go to valet park your car you're probably going to pay a fee you know it might not be but a couple bucks but they're doing a, an, an action for you sure and you could be more convenient pay a fee go in the restaurant and you can be all done or you can go park your car that you know two blocks down the road and walk and take the time and effort to get to the restaurant that's an option too and in comparison i feel like agora mech i want it to be that valet parking i want it to be something very simple you might pay a couple bucks, but it's going to get the job done. You're going to be done. It's not going to be a problem versus the current mech market where you, you know, you can find what you might want, but it's going to be a struggle more than not. I mean, you go on there and I'm sure anybody listening to this can, can vouch that it's not a simple, simple search for this item. We'll click on the first link and that's right there. Typically the items either a, if it's popular sold already and they didn't update their post, which is very, very common. Or, you know, the user isn't active and you PM them and they're, you know, a week later not messaging you. So there's all sorts of things that we're trying to simplify and, and put directly into the site. So the fees are hard to come across. I mean, it's hard to – my friend and I, we talk about it almost every time we talk. And it's like, what do we want to do? Right now, we have a buyer's fee. We kind of see it as a sales tax. So, you know – most countries, most well, at least over here in the United States, most uh, most states have uh, uh, state a sales tax. tax. Yeah, right, a sales tax. So you go to the store, you buy a hundred dollar item, 
it usually costs you about $107. I mean, at least here in Florida, it's a 7% tax. I'm not, if you know. If I'm, yeah, because you, you guys, because in the U.S., you've got uh, <clears throat> you've got state tax and you've got national tax. Is that correct? Right. There's all sorts of, there's, I honestly don't even pay attention anymore. <laughs> there's so many, there's so many taxes and charges and fees and things here and there. It's just, it's just part of it anymore. So we, we talk about fees and I don't think it's fair to put the fee on the seller like most sites do, eBay. Um, I mean, not even anything related to keyboards, but other sites. I'm, I'm pretty heavy into like streetwear and shoes and clothing and stuff. And a lot of those sites put the fee directly on the seller. As a seller, you post your item. You know, it sells. You pay, <clears throat> excuse me, you pay a 9% fee plus the PayPal fee. So I end up paying like almost 12% on a lot of sites, 10 to 12%. So... We, you know, we can afford to have it less than that. We can afford to to not charge a nine percent fee. So, we were talking about raising a fee to like a six percent fee after we finish after the site's completely, you know, smooth edges everything like everything's done, and it's just something that's very difficult to bring to the community because obviously, if you were paying two dollars, paying two dollars, paying two dollars. And then now we raise it to 6%. That might save you money if you're selling a $15 to $20 item. But it also might cost you money if you end up selling your $200 keyboard. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. So the whole topic itself is just so difficult. And a lot of people don't like change. Obviously, you know, Mech Market doesn't have any fees. Uh, PayPal doesn't have any fees if you're trustworthy enough to accept friend and family, you know, payments. So it's just like we just have to, to find the sweet spot. And, and I want the community to communicate with us about what they feel about this sort of thing. Sure. Now that they've heard my personal point of view, I would love to hear what everybody has to say. And, and I mean, what do you think personally about fees and, and, and that sort of aspect of this? So I think there's also a cultural difference that is evident here. And what I mean by that is, Say, for example, in the US, and, and I have relative familiarity with it. I've traveled there. My brother lives there. I've bought stuff from there. So I'm familiar mm -hmm. with the fact that your taxes generally, especially also in Canada, are actually added at the register. So, you know, right. your $100 item, when you pick it up from the shelf, you know there's going to be tax on top of it. And you know there's going to be you state do. tax. I mean, it's, just, it's just instinct now to pick up an item that says ninety nine ninety nine. And you know it's not going to be that. You mean you you expect to pay about 110 bucks after everything's said and done. Yeah. You just you just it's just like you just know. And and that's the thing because Americans, Canadians, you know, they're used to that fee structure. But when you get to right. other countries, that is not the case. So Australian uh, sales, for example, have a goods and services tax, but it's a flat rate. It's always 10% but it's inclusive in the price in store. So when you're actually physically picking up something at the shops, it automatically has that rolled into it and everybody knows. Now, when you purchase things online, if you're an Australian purchaser, 90% of the time, websites will say includes the GST. It'll only have asterisks and things like that if the site is orientated towards internationals or it says excluding GST and then you're like, okay, I've got to add 10%. Right, right, right. No, I know what you're talking about because I've purchased from sites from other countries and it says um, 
you know the vat and things yeah the value added right. tax and and it says and it says um you know vat will be dis removed or whatever it says it'll be yeah. removed so it's actually cheaper for us versus yes. what they're showing yeah so yeah i know what you're saying I so see. so so culturally speaking fee structures for certain countries and people who are used to buying and, and selling in that kind of environment can be a bit of a culture shock. So that's the first point mm -hmm. that I want to raise. Okay, so, so your structure needs to be very transparent. And I think because our hobby is so community orientated, they want to understand that the fees that you're collecting, is it going to be for profit purposes or is it for the purposes of investing into the site and making the site run? Now, to so, expand on that, right, if you if you let me finish, is when GeekHack was being sold, the whole thing that was coming out of it was, why are you selling it for $15,000 when the running fees for this is only $300 a month? And people are saying, well, right. why can't we set up something so we can actually pay for the running costs rather than it becoming a profit exercise of selling the site? So now your current fee structure at uh, $2 plus PayPal fees versus 6% plus PayPal fees, or if it includes PayPal fees, regardless, it would right. be good for people to be able to understand, okay, my monthly hosting cost is this, you know, our upkeep costs for hardware is this, and therefore are people paying into making Agoramek run? And then what happens with the excess on top of that? So as, of, as it stands now, I mean, obviously we haven't made any profit We've we've been spending quite a bit of money on running the site, on our giveaways, you know, on on trying to promote things. We tried a few ads at one point, which we ended up just stopping. Sure. Um, so we're we're pretty we're pretty in debt site wise as as of what it's been so far, and it's it's just a two man team, like we were saying, my friend and I, and so we're we're <clears throat> we're trying to. Obviously, if we can make this a job, a career, you know, something we can do that we enjoy, that would be wonderful. You know, I personally would love to profit any business who doesn't want to profit. You know what I'm saying? Most, most, I mean, eBay, Amazon, Apple, whatever. I mean, they're all in it for profit. Sure. Now, I'm not in it for all profit. I'm in this because I really enjoyed the community and I want to put something into the community that's helpful, that's useful, that's that's something they can utilize, you know what I'm saying? Yep. But if I if we do profit, I mean, we would be happy. Now, the costs per month, monetary costs, servers, databases, da 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 da. Last I remember, I mean it was about $150, $200 a month from what what we spend out of our pockets just to run the site. Sure. That's not including the effort it takes to, you know, be on Instagram all the time, to mm -hmm. be on, you know, Reddit and, and keep up with stuff. To yeah, your overhead keep the site costs. coded and, and so all of that is just obviously effort that we're putting into it. My friend right now, the one who's behind all of the coding and all of the programming and all of the, I mean, what you see, he's built everything from the ground up. I designed the logo and other than that, He's, I mean, it was a white web page, and now it's what it is now. All the links, all the details, everything is something he's had to type in numbers, letters, and stuff for. So, can you put a value on that monthly? I don't know. I, I, I you know, I mean, what does the average coding person get paid hourly to, to do this sort of thing? But 
as of now, we just love to break even. We just love to have people use the site for what it is, to share the word, to, to, to try it out and see that it actually is something convenient versus the typical current way that people are buying and selling stuff. Sure. So the fees itself is, is just such a difficult, difficult thing. For now, we plan on keeping it $2 for mm-hmm. now. Once we get larger and we end up having to maybe host more people, increase any database storage, da-da-da-da-da, obviously costs are going to increase. Fees might have to increase. Just like Amazon just raised their price from, uh, I think it was like 10 bucks a month to 12 13 now or something. I don't know what their excuse was, but they raised it 3 bucks every month for Prime. And uh, that to me was like, oh man, they raised their price, but... You know, I'm already invested. I'm already, I'm already, you know, hooked on the Amazon Prime, and like I, you know, like to get things quickly in the mail. So I don't mind paying that little bit extra. Sure, because so, yeah, it's a premium service, and and I suppose if you want to look at it that way, that is kind of what you were saying earlier about the valet service, right? Agora right, Mech right. is meant to be a low effort, hassle free way to buy and sell mechanical keyboard related items. That's that's the goal. That's I mean, if we were to put it into a sentence, that's the goal. So, with that in mind being the goal, how far along from, say, zero being, you know, the site has just appeared to 100% of that goal, do you feel Agoramech is currently at? So, site-wise content wise feature wise i mean like on the programming side on what we can do i'd say we're i don't even i don't even know 60 percent of the way as to everything we want to do okay i personally like i have all these crazy ideas that i have in my head that i tell him and of course obviously he's got all these different projects on his plate he's working on towards the site and of course his own life so a lot of things have been set on back burners I want to be able to eventually uh, host group buys. Okay. A real convenient, simplistic way that you can go on here. You have your account. You click. You can, uh, similar to what a mass drop might be, but for the small community. Not for a big company mass drop that's doing 50,000 projects at once. We can focus simply on on one thing at a time. But you know what's really interesting on that, though, is that mass drop started with that same concept, too. So, no, but the have thing you is, read we the have no history? intention of leaving that concept. We have no intention of changing this to <laughs> anything other than keyboards. Sure, anything, sure. you know, like we, 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 this is what the site's for. We want it to be a very simple and clean site. I'm, what did Amazon start off as? It sold books. books. Now yep. it sells every damn thing in the entire world. Like, <laughs> yeah. Same thing with eBay. I don't know what eBay started with, but eBay started out with, I'm sure, just a certain topic and it boomed into everything it is now. We have no intentions of doing that. Okay. There's, there's, you know. So, no so you've set your, we, you've set your boundaries very firmly. We, yeah, exactly. So, uh, like I was saying, I want to add a, a group buy feature. Is that something we're going to add in the next month or two? Probably not. But something down the road, if we can accumulate users and have a fan base, we'd love to add. I want to add um, not only the uh, buy and sell that we have, but I'd like to be able to implement a trading system somehow. So, obviously, it's kind of a difficult thing. We can implement the coding and the process, but still, two strangers trading items across the countries. Is it trustworthy? Who sips first? 
how does that work? What if one person doesn't ship? All these small things are just standing in the way. Sure. So those are concerns I've heard. People want to have trades, and and I hear that. I, I you know, would like to. Uh, I'd like to do that, but it's just, it's not a simple type in trading on the site and it just pops up. It's a more <laughs> complex system. So, um, pardon the train if you can hear the train. I live across from trail tracks. That's all right. Um, I mean, some other things we were thinking about adding. I might have wanted to add forum. Now, is that probably going to happen? I don't know. Because there's, of course, Reddit. There's like, Type Hype, I think it's called. Yep. Keep Talk. There's Geek Hack. I mean, there's numerous other sites where there's a forum. There's a you know a standard marketplace where you can post stuff. And and some of the sites are you know small. Don't they don't do anything. And I don't want to clutter up the site. I want this to be the place where you go and like, hey, I'm gonna go look for a new artisan today. And you go on here and you scroll through the artisan category. And, oh, this is pretty cool. I've never heard of that. And then you click it. If you like it, you like the price, you push buy, and then it's shipped to your door in you know seven to ten days or whatever the people ship it. So, it, I want it to be a place where you you know what I need a new cable, you know, and, and I don't really want to pay that 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 retail price from that one guy. His cables are nice, but let me see if there's any used ones on here that I can get for a good price, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's gonna be that's the goal. That's what I want it to be. It's a simple, simplistic. Not confusing, not gaudy, just a very straightforward site. I think that so, vision's pretty pretty clean, and, and I think a lot of people would be happy to get behind it, for sure. Yeah. We're adding, we just added the blog. <clears throat> I just did that little post with uh, Kyle. I mean, Kyle and I just had a discussion on Discord. Um, it was just a chit-chat. I mean, similar to this, but, I mean, it was, a, it was about a half-hour, I think, conversation, maybe 45 minutes. And I pretty much just kind of talked to him about his stuff. And I took from that conversation information and translated it to the post. Um, we're doing an interview with Rama. It's going to be more of a Q&A style. So I'm going to ask him questions. He's going to answer them. I'm pretty much going <laughs> to translate the... Uh, the, uh, the Australian? Translate... <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna translate all of that to... to um... <laughs> Just, I'm going to copy and paste it pretty much through the blog. And just so everybody can see my questions, what he replied, and so on. And, and our, I mean, we want to add a lot more content. Uh, we've got more giveaways coming. You know, we've got all these things planned to try and bring people in. But I want people to come in because they want to come in. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you I want, want your growth to be in. organic. I, I do. And I really do. And, and I feel that. Unfortunately, I mean, you know how anybody is on a computer. I mean, there's you can you can type away your heart's desire and nobody, you know, it's it's a different conversation than if it's face to face. And we received a lot a ton of positive feedback before we even started work on the site. I made a post, "Hey guys, what do you think about this idea?" da da da. People were like, "Oh, I love it." Some people, "I hate it," you know, but the majority was a positive feedback. I think I did a poll and I think it ended up being like 76% of people were either like yes or maybe. And yes was a strong like 65%, I think, something like that. And so we were like, you know what, let's invest time and let's do this. As soon as we launched, we got people to sign up for the uh, beta email for when we do launch. We had 250 plus signups. As soon as we launched, there was like 10 signups. 
and three of them were me, myself, and or you know me, my my friend, and my cousin. And it was like, hey, what happened to all the positive feedback we received? So since then, we've just just been trying to gain, gain traction. It's just a, it's just a battle, I guess. And now, you know, coming up on a year, yep. we'd like to be out of our beta, have the site finished at least to the uh, standards that we'd like with all the features that we'd like. And that's our goal is the end of the year, sure. the end of. Uh, 2018. 2018. So, can I ask? So, you said that when you launched, you had only about 10 signups. Where are you at now with the number of registered accounts? So, we were at about 90 a um, couple week and a half or so ago. Okay. And since I've started my Instagram kind of posts and staying active on there, um, we've are 100 plus, 100 and some odd. So, I mean, not very many at all. I mean, the percentage of, like, so there's almost 300,000 mechanical keyboard subscribers on Reddit, for instance. Yeah, 299,000. Yep. So we're at, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't even, I'm bad at math, but what percentage are we? 100 out of that. So, like, 0.01%. I, I, I know what you mean, and I certainly know the feeling. And I guess my context experience here is, of course, with our podcast uh, sister content which is our youtube channel you know when we first launched mm-hmm. we we didn't really expect a lot of subs to happen either and i can tell you when we first hit that 100 subscribers mark it was like it was it felt good and it did and i was even joking because he told me about it i'm like dude we got to write this down some we got to keep track <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know this is the thing right when you are small and you want to grow organically and you're you're stretching everywhere you can all these little milestones matter and you've got to celebrate the little wins okay it it really is important because it helps with your motivation to get to where you want to go and this this is no different right to losing weight or eating healthy or you know changing your your attitude about something getting a new job or whatever it's always about celebrating little wins because it's about milestones you know, for us, it's taken two years to get to 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. And, like, if you asked me two years ago, would I expect 2,000 subscribers on YouTube? I'd be like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so, but it's it's a heck of a long journey. Now, you mentioned those other forums uh, that have sprung up in light of the Geek Hack sale, like Keep Talk and Type Hype. Now, I am not a member of Keep Talk. I've gone to it and I've looked at it and I've looked at the style and that's just not how I prefer to communicate. I'm a little bit older in my internet experience and use and TypeHype is a little bit more traditional forum board and so it fit more into me. Right, TypeHype is similar and we're closer to GeekHack than uh, Keep Talk is. It is, it is. And I didn't like GeekHack for a variety of reasons, because it's very messy. It's very hard to actually <laughs> keep track of what is going on because there's so much content happening, right? That, that I'm making these noises because uh, I agree completely. <laughs> and I take these, I take these, these sites and I try and at least implement the positive things from them to what we have and try and leave out all the negative. I yeah. mentioned wanting to have a forum, but I don't want my forum to turn into a GCAC page. Yeah. For the, the sake of, of simplicity, cleanliness, looking nice and neat, and I don't want I don't want clutter. I don't want a bunch of people trying to post random things, a new headline every five minutes that says something different. And, you know, I want it to be a very 
very concise place. I want you to come read my blog, you know, buy something, sell something, you know, move on with your day. Next time you need to buy or sell something, come check it out. You know, tell your friend, oh, hey, you're looking for a keyboard right here. You know, try and look somewhere here. Yeah. yeah. And I want it to be a, 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 you know, I don't, you don't have to spend 20 hours on my site typing and sending messages and time to, <laughs> you know, you can spend two hours, you know, a half hour on your lunch break at work when you're bored and scroll through a few new posts. Oh, this is pretty cool. I like this keycap. And, and, you know, that's it. That's, it's, it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like a hangout place. I want it to be a place where you just go and do something you need to do and, you know, proceed, come back next time you need to do it. Sure. <laughs> sure. So, you know, the reason why I was steering that that commentary about those sites is like I'm a little bit semi-involved with TypeHype because I was one of its early beta testers before it mm-hmm. was launched and then it was soft-launched. But I'm also partially involved with its future development because the team behind it is one of them is primarily Australian and a local. So we have a actual changelog. There's a publicly visible Trello board that shows all the features that have actually been requested and how they've been categorized and also shows the features that have been worked on and the features that have been completed and or even rejected for whatever reasons. So gotcha. I think, you know, in terms of because people love transparency these days, right? Like the they trust. Do. Trust is so important in every community in the modern world right now because, you know, are we telling you the truth? Are we doing what we promised that we were going to do? So I feel that if you want to have this organic growth and development from the community, you know, you've you've come good by saying, I'm going to make the site. Yes, it's been slow in growth, but you're saying, I have a clean vision. I have a clear vision. This is what I want Agoromech to be. This is the purpose that Agoromech is for. The right. more visibility on the activities that you do and the vision that you have will help people put trust in you and understand where you're going and why you're doing the things that you're doing. So you're talking about wanting right, to increase. Right. And I, haven't, you know, I, I haven't thought about a change log or a, a, a list of our, we personally have one, you know, yeah. we personally have a, a document that spells out what our next few things are, you know, where we are in ETAs, et cetera, et cetera. But I haven't thought about doing a public one and that's not a bad idea. And like we discussed before we got on here, I'm not very, Techie to with, with that. the coding yeah. aspect, but I'm sure he can implement something like that easily. Yeah, because, um, you know, the, the talk about being able to break even is really important. Now, for me, like, I have no problem with people like yourself and a site like this in being a business because its purpose is that, well, you know, it's got to be worthwhile for your time, right? Right. And it's got to be or, worthwhile for the community. Who does anything for free? Who does anything for free? Yeah, and... But at the same time, it's got to be value for money, right? So people will be happy to pay your fee structure if they get the sense that it is giving them that value, regardless of what that fee structure is. So if you're going to demonstrate to them, by the way, this is where we're at. We're at 60%. This is our end goal. These are all of our features. But along the way, to make this vision happen, we have no choice but to increase our fees because right now our introductory fees isn't even allowing us to break even at this point. It's not even allowing us to pay for a fraction of what it costs so far. <laughs> exactly. But by, now, by now providing you're absolutely that... Correct. You're absolutely correct. And, and, you know, this is, this is core business, especially for startups and, and people who are launching in who don't want to be relying on crowdfunding, right? 
you know, you're not going out there with a cap in hand and saying, donate money to me like we do here on the podcast. But at the same time, you know, people like we have a Patreon, for example, and I'm not suggesting that Agora Mech is suitable for a Patreon because you're not really offering any content in that same context. Right. We've we've, we've mentioned it, but we dismissed that idea within two minutes of talking about it. So, yeah, it's not something... I mean, what will we even do, you know? Like, exactly, exactly. You know, you don't have exclusivity in what you can offer in that kind of model. But say with the podcast and our hosting fees, we actually ran at a considerable personal cost for paying our hosting fees for a year prior to us actually launching our Patreon. And and in that context, you know, our Patreon growth has been small, it's been slow, but it in the big picture over the two years that the podcast has existed is not neutral. It still hasn't been. We haven't actually broken even with the cost of what we've been doing. And we're very grateful, of course, for our sponsors and our supporters who have donated, you know, $5, $10 here or sending stuff for us to review and talk about and give away and so on and so forth. And I hope you can express that to everybody as well, that, you know, nothing, nothing, no service is, is free. And I'm not, trying to sit here and charge you 20% of your sales price just so I can, you know, have a nice dinner. We want, we got to run the site. It costs money to do that. Hosting, you know, databases to store all the images, et cetera, et cetera. That costs money. And I think people understand that. I think some do, but I've had a lot of people that, I mean, comments here and there that are like, why the hell do you need the fee? You just want to make money, da, da, da. And it's, it's, well, it's not like that. You know, the the other typical response is that a lot of people aren't aware of is the fact that, for example, your site is advertisement free. A lot of other sites exactly. that do have a free model are based upon either personal information being sold to third parties or, you know, real estate for advertising or it sponsors. Is. And, and I didn't like want that. ads for the simple sake of it looks better without ads. And sure. I'm sure you've probably downloaded a game on your iPhone here or there you know, or, or whatever, assuming you have iPhone, I don't know, but <laughs> you've downloaded a game and it's had an ad. You've finished the level and it's popped up a random ad that lasts for 15, 30 seconds and you've got to wait for the ad and then you can go back to playing your game. It's just a very annoying thing to do. I don't want to pop up every five minutes. You know, I don't want a different ad showing up on your be- side of your screens. Just like, yeah, I want it to be simple. And, and, and that's why we haven't added ads. If we could run the site for free, who wouldn't, wouldn't do it? Right. Who wouldn't? We, yeah. Like if, but but the amount of effort and stuff that takes to keep the site running, it's not a self-running endeavor. It's not like we program it, hit send, and it's just going to run itself. We've got to constantly be there. Sure. A little bug here, let's fix this. A little problem yeah. here, we got to fix this. You know, and in the sense of content, blog posts, Instagram. You know, I've got a I've got a job myself. I've got a, a wife and a, a daughter. I've got a whole lot of things going on in my life. I'm not sitting at my computer 24-7 trying to work on this as much as I would love to. Sure. I can't, sure. you know? <laughs> and I've had just so many comments. I've had great positive comments. I love what you're doing with the site. I hope it works. I, you know, just signed up. And I've got the same type of people that, that you know, they come on there and this is stupid. I'm sticking with Mech Market. And that's fine. I mean, if you have a negative comment, Fine. Tell me. You know, it's the internet, free speech. Tell me whatever you want, but make it I'm, constructive. I'm, 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 there's a huge community, 299,000 people on the subreddit. That you know, a lot of them are new. I think we've gained how many people since 
I mean, I, I typed it out in the blog, I think, but it's like 40,000 people like, last year or something, a, a ton of people. Yeah. So there's so many new people coming here and, you know, I was hoping to grab the attention of some of these people and have them see that this is simpler than McMarket. And I don't know. Some people enjoy searching and trying to find that thing on, on McMarket. More power to you. I used to. I used to do all that. I searched McMarket for hours. Like, I would want this particular keycap. And I'd go on there. I'd type it in. I'd search. I'd find something. Oh, that's sold. I'd try and look here. Oh, hell yeah, I found it. Oh, it's sold. And and so I was like, I need a better way to do this. So I figured, why not try it myself? Why not? You know, my friend has this knowledge in coding. I've got a passion for the community, which I've brought him into. And so we've, you know, we've, we've devoted a lot of time to this. Yeah. So, so, yeah. You know, I think we've, we've talked a lot about Agora American and where it's going, where it's been and how it's got there. And I do yeah. hope that it's going to be successful. It's, it, I appreciate it. Thank you know, it's, it's a long time coming in that there is something that will provide an alternative to the Mac market. And there are other tools that have now come into the space. For example, Market Watcher. It's, it's a scripted mm-hmm. bot kind of thing. And they offer a free model as well as premium features. So I suppose that's potentially something that you would have to contend with and look at on how do you you know offer something different in, in your premium service and so on and so forth. But yeah, um, there's 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 talk about so if we were to rid a fee per sale or whatnot, there's a membership fee that we would like to you know implement. But obviously you've got to receive something for your monthly membership. Okay, all right, you don't have any fees for the membership. You know you've got access to this, this, and this. We've got to think about what we want to offer, and of course it's got to be worth the buyer's money. So to pay ten, twelve bucks a month. For. It's it's interesting with that because, for example, I have a member with Costco. Uh, I have a membership with Costco here in Australia, and it's sixty dollars a month. Now I pay right. that regardless of how much I shop at Costco. For for my exactly. wife and I, you go one time you go ten times, it's still sixty. Exactly. So it's a matter of, do you think you're going to get the value in the saving of that membership from the the service that's being offered as opposed to if you paid per transaction or per visit or per fee? It's no See, different to say a gym membership. The whole, that's the whole thing. If you're an active, active user that's selling things all the time or buying things all the time where you would encounter our fees quite often, paying 12 bucks a month might save you, you know, hundreds of dollars in the long run. At yeah. the same time, if you sell one thing here, there, here, there, and you only pay in three, five bucks each transaction, obviously paying that $12 isn't going to be smart. But I think also in that $12 and having no fees implemented, I wanted to offer something else, some sure. premium service, some premium content, some something. Yeah. And we're still thinking about what it could be. And, you know, I mean... It could be anything from A to Z. We just have to decide what it would be. But it's got to be worth it. It's got to be something that, you know, you, for instance, would go pay for. Hey, yeah. you know what? I only sell two, three things, but you also have this, and that's going to cost, you know. So, yeah, I'll, I'll pay the $12. No problem. So, it's it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to communicate with the community, especially via Reddit, because, A, there's posts coming up every few seconds. I mean, there's new posts every minute. <laughs> and, and so, your post gets pretty flooded pretty gone pretty quick but the people that do comment you know you can communicate with but i don't want to be the person sitting on reddit spamming a new post every 20 minutes just so i can try and learn about the so 
Yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard. Well, how about how about we leave the Agora mech at at that and and let's just talk sure. a little bit more about things in general with you. Uh, so, you know, you've mentioned that when you first discovered the subreddit, you jumped on it straight away because it was already a hobby of yours. So give us a bit of background in regards to how you got into mechanical keyboards. So overall, okay, so I, I, I mean, I grew up playing video games. I, I, I still, to this day, will enjoy a good game. Um, not that I have a lot of time to. But I, I you know, I saw, the, I saw the subreddit and I was just amazed i was like these are these are intense like these are cool like i've got a lot i, I didn't i didn't have any mechanical keyboards before the subreddit right i knew briefly about it i heard about it and then i kind of forgot about it over the next two years and then i came back to it so i pulled this up and i was just scrolling for you know i don't even know how long and saw this saw that that's cool but uh i saw the uh plank jack's plank yep i saw a picture of that i'm like that's different i've never seen an ortholinear keyboard before so I was like, let me see what this is about. So I saw, got into it. I didn't have a ton of money. So I, bu- I ended up buying one and I got uh, blank caps, just some PVT caps, I think, just some blank black clap caps. And so I was trying to learn how to type ortholinear with no legends on my caps. And I was mad confused because I'm like, this is hard. <laughs> yeah. First of all, it's not in the typical QWERTY layout. So, I mean, well, you know, in regards to the uh, the, the staggering the ISO yeah. layout, right? And and I'm like, this is this is difficult. So I learned pretty well actually using that keyboard, just screwing up typing for weeks on end. But I learned pretty well. And then I decided, you know what? Like, I want something different. So I moved to uh, uh, Input Club's uh, Infinity sixty percent, I think it was. Okay. Yep. And so I I bought that PCB. I, uh, I bought a soldering iron. I mean, I bought a soldering iron back with a plank, but I, I had a soldering iron. I bought some caps, some some switches, and I built that. I bought some Zelios, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was just fun, you know? As a kid, I don't know about you, but a lot of us, you know, I'm 25 personally. I don't know how old you are, but a, a lot of us, I mean, even still, <laughs> older folks, they grew up with Legos. My uncles had Legos, you know? But I had Legos. I loved Legos. I loved building so I got to build my own keyboard. I got to solder, put stuff together. It was like adult Legos almost, you know? So I, I enjoyed building it. And then, of course, I got to use it, program it, have fun with it. And I was like, man, this is this is so cool. And so after that, I started getting into artisans. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I like this one. I bought this one. I had a whole collection for one point. I'm like, you know what? Damn, like, I've got a lot of artisans, and I only really need one or two on a keyboard. So... I ended up selling a bunch, you know, kind of just getting rid of a bunch. And I ended up getting, uh, now I have the banana split 60 by the van. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've just got a basic silver, silver case and I've got terminal with the auto file on it. So this is my daily driver now. Okay. But I, I, I mean, I just love seeing all these stuff, you know, all these different posts, all these different boards, all these different people posting all these crazy ideas. And I've got crazy ideas in my head that I'd love to, you know, put into the market build. But the market is just so full of new boards. Like, every day I see something new. It's like, what is this? Where did this come from? Oh, this is cool. I don't (laughs) like that one. And so, like, I just love the community, though. I just love the creativity that everybody has. And that's what really made me fall in love with the whole keyboards. I mean, sure, sure. it's just, it's just, uh, 
it's just fun, you know? I, I mean, that's how I see it, at least. I just really think it's it's fun. So, you only have that one keyboard now, or do you still have your original plank as well? The, the... I ended up selling the plank to a guy. Right. Um, so, you're definitely new. not a collector of boards, more so much that you, you feel you've no, reached endgame? I would be. I would be. But like I mentioned earlier, I don't have much space for anything. Sure. I don't even have a desktop computer anymore. Right. My, my previous office is now the baby's room, so I'm literally sitting at my dining room table doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my daughter so, doesn't so have no. her own room either. She actually lives in the living room. Man, see, <laughs> but I've got a I've, I've got a 1,200 square foot house, and there's no extra space for for my stuff. I don't know how much it's, it's, 1,200 square foot is in is in square meters. So, <laughs> oh well, true. It's uh, it's a two two bedroom two bathroom house. Right. It's it's, it's very it's similar then. Big. Yeah. Right. Right. But uh, but yeah, I mean, if I could have the money and the place to store keyboards, I definitely collect them. I'm a big collector. I collect. Oh God, I collect many things that I probably spend too much money on. I collect. <laughs> Personally, I collect Zippo Zippo lighters. Yep. It's just a small yep. hobby. I don't put too much effort into, but I like. I've got about seven different places. And about stuff. seven. Of I've them. got like twenty-eight or twenty-nine. I don't know. Not a ton, but they all have some kind of meaning. To me. Yeah. So yeah, I I collect those. I I mean I had um I still have the Infinity sixty keyboard um at least the PCB, but I wouldn't consider it's not a whole board. I've only got one cap set. Um, I collect playing cards. Okay. Which decks of cards? I mean, if you've ever looked into decks of cards, there's an amazing assortment, and there's a lot of history with them. Of, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm even new ones. There's if you if you ever looked into cardistry, which is people manipulating cards yep. with their hands. Yep. Like it's pretty intense. It's pretty cool. I suck at it, but I still can. You know, I still enjoy looking at it. But I collect decks of cards. I I, I used to collect artisans. I used to collect keyboards. I mean, for the sense of like. I had three at once, but <laughs> three to me is, is a collection. If you, I, I, if you, I you think know. I'm currently up to 27. See? So, but uh, you probably have a little bit more place to put them. <laughs> actually, I don't. I just I just threw that into Google. So 1,200 square feet is 111 square meters. Uh, my two-bedroom unit is 74 square meters. Oh, okay. So you have, you have less, oh, about even then. Ah uh, well, I have, I have eight hundred square feet. Oh, so, okay, yeah. You've but got less uh, but I work vertically. So uh, when we bought this place and we renovated it, I built like a raised platform in the living room. So we don't actually have a sofa, but our sort of living room furniture actually sits on a platform that's about a foot and a half high off the ground. So it's got under storage. Mm-hmm. It's got slide out. Oh, okay. um, storage. <laughs> Yeah, the bed in the master bedroom is actually 80 centimeters. So that's like, what, almost a yard high. And we have IKEA racks underneath it. So, you know, we're Got working you. with that verticality to get as much space as we've possible. Got, we've got some big ass couch that I don't know why we bought. A huge television stand. Our bedroom has furniture that we want to get rid of, but, you know, we don't have any place to get rid of it to or money to <laughs> replace it. And like I have space in my my personal bedroom to put a desk and and stuff, but it's literally the opposite of the router in the house, and I don't feel like doing wiring to properly right. get internet right. to my computer. So I haven't pursued that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's no, what Wi-Fi no, I, is I, for. 
I definitely, I definitely would collect if I could. I mean, sure. I'm, I'm plan. We plan on building, um, well, maybe not building, but renovating an area of the house that's not livable now. It's just a bunch of storage, and uh, it was a previously a carport, and we plan on renovating right. that and putting putting my office down there. So once right. I do that, you damn, you damn right, I'm gonna have a collection. So <laughs> <laughs> now, can I ask, what do you do for work? So personally, I work at. Uh, the Hard Rock Casino. I work uh, okay. as a server there. Right. So there's right. a casino. I'm in Tampa, Florida. Yep. Okay. For those of you that are coming to find me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was no, I was just I, curious I work, in you know because obviously there. yeah our community is very wide in in scope and there are people who oh. use keyboards for work and people who wide know. is a wide is a hard hard that's a, a massive. <laughs> I shipped an artisan over to Belgium the other day. It cost me twenty five dollars for a yeah. single cap. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. That that that's so, uh, yeah, very no, similar I mean, to us here. The in whole Australia. world encompasses this community. I think. I mean, I've met people from all over the place. Yeah, and I think that's one of the the, the cool things about it is people are willing to you know fly overseas to meetups and go places and and give talks and you know stream in from other places. Like even with our yeah. our demographics on our podcast, you know, we got all sorts of countries that you'd be like, wait, what? Somebody from Slovenia is listening to this? So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty Where cool. Even is that? Yeah, no, I'd love to go to some of these meetups, but frankly, I just just having a baby. I mean, you know, just as well, you can't just leave the house like you. You oh. can't just. Can't just run out and do something. It's it's. You, know, you got to get the baby. This you got to is... get her. You know, dressed. You got to get her diaper bag. You got to get her bottles. You get your food. Whatever you got to do. And then and then it's an hour later and it's like hey, shit. We missed the interview or we nothing. Literally, that interview. <laughs> we missed the uh, we missed the appointment. You know, if you had a, a plan for uh, you know a reservation at dinner, whatever. You it's like wait a minute. I just had to go through so many steps. Before, I just had to get up, get in the shower, get dressed. All right, I'll be right back. I, I know what but, you mean, very much so. But not anymore. Not anymore. I can't fly to Seattle to the meetup just because I want to. Like, I, <laughs> I can tell you, though, uh, Colton, that it does get better. So you're you're at you're at 11 months. Uh, it will get a little oh. bit harder when, when your daughter gets mobile on her own and she's no longer furniture surfing and, and starting to toddle around uh, and yes. crawl. But uh, it does get better. My my daughter is nearly no, I, two and I a half. A, I have a nephew. He's right. three. So I, I feel you. I know. But at the same time, I mean, it gets better. It gets worse. It gets worse. Exactly. They um, get picky eating. You well, know, they, 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 they want this. They start grabbing stuff off the shelves in stores. Da, 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 da. I mean, I know, man. And I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not. And it's just like, <laughs> man, it's it's a journey. But I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah, I think what the challenges are for, say, me personally with that kind of space is because I I do builds. It It's mm-hmm. hard now for me to have the time to do a build. It's easy for me to do a recording and a review or even, you know, an interview or a podcast because right, right. I, I there's nothing dangerous about it. She might come in, she yeah. might poke around and, you know, you'll see them in my videos on YouTube. She sits on my lap or sometimes a hand just creeps into the video because she's like, oh, I want to, I want to touch that. But, yeah. you know, if you're trying to Some solder something, something, then that, that gets really challenging. So often I have to yeah. do that either when she's asleep or late at night, or if I have a day off, that's when I, okay, like I'm going to build this. And 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 that really slows things down, obviously, for, for me to be able to do things 
interesting that I want to be able to do, especially for the community because they've they've invested in me. Uh, for example, oh, you know, JP Constantinou sent me a Ergo Travel kit to build and review because he was running a group buy. And I got that in June and I only built it this week. <laughs> so, you know, yep. it's been it's been four almost four months now uh, before I actually had an opportunity to put that together because it was a little bit more of an extensive build. You know, it took me over two hours to put it together. So, right. and, and they're the kinds of things that I feel bad about because somebody has spent their money and their time and their effort in sending me something at their cost, hoping that I will be able to get something out of it and share it with the community. And I hadn't been able to, and, and it just drags on. Yeah. Um, you know what, though? With this community, we may not all agree on fees. We may not all agree on aftermarket prices with things. We may not agree on certain topics here and there, but I think this whole community accepts the fact that things take a while. You're going to go buy in a group buy, and you're not going to see that for a year. You better wait. And the people <laughs> people do it. People do it. And I personally did it. I, I just, uh, well, not just, but I, I, I think it was about, I don't even know when I got those now. Man, I'll tell you, time flies when you have a kid. But uh, I, I, I bought into the Hungerworks, the 4 by 4 Oh, yes, the 4 by 4 The caps that I posted, the one I ended up giving away to one of the guys on Instagram to finish his collection. I bought into that sale in April, I think. Mm-hmm. March? March or April. And I didn't get those caps until the beginning of this year. So almost the whole year. And, I mean, yeah, it cost me $100, so I bought two of them. Um, but I forgot all about it, to be honest. I forgot. And then I showed up in the mail. I'm like, oh, I bought these like a year ago. And so I think everybody in this community just understands that you you do something today, it's not going to be done tomorrow. You buy in for a group by today, it's not shipping out for another six months, eight months. So I think everybody's on the same page with that. I don't think uh, I don't think the guy that sent you that, that Ergodox was going to be mad at you like, no, oh, I, I know he that. wasn't. He was supposed to build it two days ago, like or you know, two days after, whatever. Like, I think, I think he knows. <laughs> it, it, it would be a very different picture, of course, if it was like somebody going, like, I'm paying you to build this keyboard for me, and of course, then that becomes a service, and then you would have expectation of of speed. But uh, yeah, right, you're right. right. You're oh right. yeah, of course. But but this that was a that was a whole. Yeah. whole different situation. But I, no, I think I it's more. Uh, I get home and then my wife says what did you order from so-and-so? And I'll be like, wait, what? And then there's like a package on my desk and I'm like, what was it? And then I'm like, oh, it's that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's like buying yourself a present for a year later. It's, it's you know, oh yeah, I totally forgot about this. And, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. It brings back all the incitement and joy of buying that item back a year ago. So It's, it's mystery it's gifting to yourself. Thing. It is, it really is, it really is. Especially if you delete the tracking and emails and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so we're we're pretty much reaching the end of uh, our typical length that we we like to record to about an hour. We've got a couple of minutes left still. So, is there anything that you want to wrap up our our dialogue and discussion mm-hmm. that we've been having today here with before we we close off? Well, um, nothing crazy. I really appreciate the time you've taken. You know, I. Uh, I hope you sign up and use our site. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is I have 99 confirmed trades on Reddit and they've all been sales because mm-hmm. uh, as in me selling stuff that I've made because 
I actually haven't really bought anything on mech market and they were only really like sleeves and artisans and things that I've created. So, so in that context, sure, I don't have a problem with going on and using Agora mech to, to sell stuff. Um, but I don't buy stuff secondhand at the moment because a lot of the things that I, I am interested in is currently developing designs. So, right, right. So I'm I'm more inclined to be spending my finances in you know PCB fabrication and getting prototypes made and stuff like that. No, so, I understand you. Yeah. I understand you. And and I think you know if Agoromech does grow into that kind of space as well, where people can offer prototypes, where people notes a prototype and can pay for a prototype kit to help test, that would also be really cool. See, there's there's like I said, I want to be able to implement the device directly into the site. I would also love to be able to like have a separate type of account for people for, for, for like Keyforge, for instance, you sure, know, he's sure. helped out a ton Vend in vendor my, accounts uh, and problem. things. Yeah. Yeah. But I know they have their own ways of selling stuff. I'm not trying to draw traffic away from their site, but I want them to be able to come on here. It's an alternative more... avenue for, right. for them. Yeah. I want them to have a more de definitive kind of way they can communicate and post their stuff. Say, Hey, listen, this is our new keycap. This is our new keyboard. This is our new blah, blah, blah. And they can like sell it via the site. I think that'd be super cool. But like, you know, especially all the new people starting out. Sure, sure. I mentioned in the Keyforge uh, interview that there's a new artisan every day. And I don't know if I'm, I'm probably being a little bit dramatic, but there's a new key, there's a new artisan coming to the market. I mean, all the time. So these new artisan makers, you know, I want that they can gain a little bit of traction by using the site. Once, of course, we gain our own traction. Yeah. But like th this small goals like that are things that I'd love to see on the site. And, you know, I I really hope people listen to this and can can, you know, can, can come to their own conclusion on how they feel about it. But I just really I really want this to work out for the community. For, I, I really do, because that market is a confusing beast. <laughs> and and geekhack is just as confusing. And and I think you're right in that you know there is there is obviously going to be change resistance, but it's just oh, that uh, over time, much. over time when people see something that's better and that works and has value for them, then they will slowly come across. So I I, I think I, I think so. And let me mention a few keynotes here for the sake of anybody that hasn't followed our Instagram or anything. You can now link your Reddit with our site so you can get your confirmed trades from mech market to the site um you do all that through reddit and so there's no like i don't get your password none of that garbage you literally sign in to agora mech you click link it sends you to reddit you type your stuff in everything's proper and then your trades transfer so you don't lose any of your uh, previous trades or transactions um you know, and I feel like it's a big thing that we did just now. A lot of people wanted that. They didn't want to lose the reputation they currently had. Mm -hmm. So now that you don't, come give it a try. All right. What is it going to hurt? And of course, <laughs> as, as of course you've said, it doesn't cost the seller. It's the buyer no. that pays the fees. It's the buyer. It's, it's essentially like a sales tax. Yeah. As I mean, as, as we were talking, as a buyer, you go to the store, you buy something, you're going to pay a little bit of tax. It's essentially the same thing, and it's the fee is there to run the site to 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 
We haven't pocketed a dollar. We haven't pocketed a penny. We've, we've. I don't want to talk about how negative we are in the book because. Oh <laughs> well, look, it's, it's easy. It's easy because if you're talking a hundred, <laughs> if you're talking a hundred bucks plus a month, and it's been running for nine months, you're almost in the hole for a grand plus. And uh, well, I don't think you've had that many transactions at two dollars a transaction, that, right? We've we've made about ten dollars from the site, I think, from sales. Um, I've spent hundreds of dollars on caps to give away, things like that. We've got plenty more coming. So, I mean, follow Instagram. We've got some giveaways going on soon. We're gonna give away a keyboard soon. Uh, we might pull up some raffles. Some, you know, you enter for as many entries as you want for a buck or something, an entry, and you might be able to win a HHKB $200 keyboard or whatever we end up selling, giving away sure. in the raffle. We've got all sorts of stuff planned. So, yeah. so okay, give us a follow. Sure. All right. Well, and uh, I guess we'll, we'll call it there. And then uh, you can have the rest of your evening with your lovely family and, and I'll have to uh, head out and do the weekly shop as well. But uh, for those who have listened to today's one-on-one here with Colton from Agoramech. Thank you very much for tuning in. Of course, if you have any questions, please do go over to Agoramech and use that contact us button and, and hit him up with any questions or comments or concerns that you have about the site, because as you can hear, he is more than happy to take that feedback to improve and develop the site into what you want, because otherwise, please. why would you go there, right? Please, please. Yeah. No, thank you very much, Don. I appreciate the time. Indeed. I hope you and your family have a wonderful evening, and I hope we talk again in the near future. Indeed. Well, thank you, Colton. And uh, All right. thank you, everyone, for listening. Of course, as usual, until next time, happy clacking. <laughs>